hello, hello. I am so thrilled to have Sharon Ray with us because Sharon Ray is all about the theme of our film, Angel Lady, which is second chances. And her work is with people who are transitioning out of prison. Thank you for what you're doing and this program you are launching. Yes. Thank you for a lovely introduction, Sherry. Hello, everyone. Jerome, we are going to go right to the Welcome Home program that you are piloting. Could it be in with people anywhere in the country? Absolutely anywhere, because right. I want to make this accessible and easy for people to participate in this pilot program. So, so we're doing this online. Okay. So you can do it from your home or from wherever you are. Let's talk about exactly what the program is. Welcome well- Home to Family. Uh-huh. Welcome Home to Family is becoming, through this pilot, a program that helps family members, the adult family members. Now, adult can mean 18 and above, 21 and above, whomever is mature enough to want to learn how to re- receive their loved one back home after incarceration. Now, as I am a parenting coach, I've been doing this job for about 12 years, and I work a lot with parents raising teenagers wow. and that whole challenge yeah. of trying to communicate. Yeah. I'm moving it to adult family members learning how to welcome home their juveniles after being incarcerated or detained. There's nothing available. There there? really, really isn't. Now, I want to caveat that by saying there are programs and information and tips out there for parents of people of all ages who are incarcerated. Little tips of how to adjust, how to deal with them being incarcerated parents, their kids, all of that. But what my program, Welcome Home to Family, is unique It is focusing specifically on one of the challenges in our country, probably an epidemic, and that is the mental and emotional health of these adult family members so they are empowered and can stand strong with compassion to welcome their young ones back home. These are teenagers. Let's talk about what these teenagers have been going through in incarceration. whether they are involved or adjacent to the justice system or just in a family. Yeah. They are going through puberty at a time in our culture that is bombarded with every, just about everything telling them who they should be. Okay. We have social media telling them who they should be. We have parents telling them who they should be. We have schools telling them what they should know, how they should grow up and learn. And they don't have the opportunity to really uncover who they are at a time when puberty is confusing them about who they are because they're growing into a young adult person. Now, parents just don't always have the space and the awareness and the training to help their teens find that. So when a family is in divorce and the parents and the adult family members are so involved in that battle, Yes. The teen kind of goes off to the side. Yeah. And uses his friends or wherever there's a space for that per- young young person to feel like they belong. Yes. yes. Sometimes that's with a group of friends or people that aren't doing what's right. Right. And that can lead to prison. 
Yes, it can. In the whole spectrum of a violent crime or a less than violent crime. And so what I understand, because I'm still learning the juvenile justice system, but what I understand is that they are more now aware that a teenager's brain is still developing, which is what I offer to parents all the time. And the way it develops is what you repeat, it learns. And so if you repeat behaviors that are not healthy for you, you go to your friends, you go do things you're not supposed to do over and over and over again, it becomes your habit. Right, right. So getting out of prison is breaking habits and breaking away from all of those, as many of those influences as possible. So I'm I'm thinking that the parents who reach out to you, aunts, uncles, grandmas, family members who, who reach out to you are people who desperately care in the welfare of that teen who's coming out and are willing to maybe change or I don't know. I mean, because you're, you're really asking people to find a new consciousness. Yes. And you said the most optimum word. In order to participate in this program, I'm asking the adult family members of these beautiful young people, ask yourself what Sherry just said. Are you willing? Are you willing to uncover something different? Because the dynamics of the family, whatever it was, with no judgment about those dynamics, because we all have some fractured places, but the dynamics of the family is a past event. Because now this juvenile is in a system where they're hopefully going to be helping them recover and learn some new skills. I want to support that by helping the family members recover and learn some new skills. So when they come back together with their loved young teens, mm -hmm. they can communicate differently. They can understand what patience is like. They can really step back and pause and see what this young person now needs from them and then be willing to give that. What is going on while they're incarcerated that's positive? Well, from what I understand with adult incarcerated uh, women and men yeah. that I'm I'm pretty sure is similar to juveniles incarcerated right. is that there's more of a rehabilitation effort these days than a punishment effort. Right. And when you are re rehabilitating, you want to instill life skills in these young people that they may or may not have embraced or been taught before so that when they exit, they have a new sensibility. They have a new way of living in the world that equals, I can make decisions. I can know how to ask for help when I need help. Know how to receive help once I've asked for help. Huge things in our mental health challenges today. I want to give the same loving, compassionate toolkit to the family members. Is it just the family members on the online workshop can you involve the teens at all or not not yet okay not yet because it's almost <laughs> i just saw an old game show where somebody's in a booth <laughs> and they can't hear anything right. and the announcer is talking to everyone else and that's kind of what it is the yeah. teen right now is in a space where they're getting some help 
the benefit of this pilot and this ultimate program is this is group learning. This ah. is group experience. So I want to gather different families together in this small group because I have information as the parenting coach, but right. they have experiential information with each other. Twelve, a, do- a dozen people. Yes. From anywhere in the country who are, have a team. This is the spectrum. Yeah. Who just got in, who's already in, yes. who's on their way out, Yes. who is already out. Right. Always a time for us to learn how to interact with each other, especially our teenagers who are still maturing and growing up. And you're giving them the gift of your incredible theme, no judgment, <laughs> just love. Can exactly. you talk about no judgment, just love, how it, how it came to be? Uh, I used to be a lobbyist in New York for a number of years and understood government to be a service to our country, to our communities. When I was here in Arizona, probably about 10, 8, 10 years ago, there was a law being proposed that disregarded a whole class of people. And it was debated to become a law. And I just thought, oh my gosh, that's that's just not who I want our country to be. At the same time, I was becoming an entrepreneur as a parenting coach with my business called The Whole Family Coaching. Uh And first time being an entrepreneur, people said, you need a tagline. You need something that defines your... So I thought, okay, uh, these four words just dropped in. No judgment, just love. And I thought, that's powerful because that's the way I want to live. That's the way I want to coach. And that's what I want to offer to the world so we can shift away from such divisiveness. And so I said, okay, if I'm going to be the beacon of no judgment, just love, the embodiment, I have to get there (laughs) and practice for myself. So what that means, no judgment, just love in this instance, is everyone from my perspective gets to be who they are at the moment. I absolutely will judge them because no judgment doesn't mean we don't judge because that's how we live. But I'm going to take a pause and not speak about them, treat them, think about them harshly, allow them to be who they are. And then for me to rise up to what I call my GPS, my greatest personal shift Mm. to find value in myself and others. So what happened with this law was I did not agree with it at all, but I understood that many people did, otherwise it wouldn't have been presented. So the value that I found in my own space was they're showing me what I don't want. That's valuable. And no judgment, just love is going to be serving every single person who involves themselves in your program. And now we do need to talk about the fact that you're starting with the pilot so that you can test over six weeks. The first thing is I'm asking for willing participants. Yes. Any adult adult member who's willing to sit in front of their computer, hang out with me and some other people for about an hour once a week, 
for yeah. six weeks yeah. and evaluate the material that I'm offering. Beautiful. Because this material has been used in Perryville Women's Prison, yes. which is here in Arizona. It's also been communicated to a number of my friends who have either been personally incarcerated as a teen oh, wow. or an adult mm -hmm. or have people that are incarcerated. So I know that it's valuable, mm -hmm. but I want to have people actually experience it and evaluate it. And be willing to tell me, yeah, Sharon, you know, this is a wonderful part to your program. Or have you thought about this part? And Sherry, with your permission, I just want to give a few things that is included in this curriculum. Please. We're going to talk about no judgment, just love. And how you can employ that with your teen and with yourself. Mm -hmm. Whatever has happened in your family to cause this young person to be in this situation is in the past. Give grace for it. So we can move forward. We're going to talk about ACEs, which is adverse childhood experiences. How we as parents, and I am a parent, <laughs> have challenges, traumas in our past that we have not had an opportunity to address or heal. So that's how we look out. Mm -hmm. And we don't know that some of the things we have done as a parent have not been beneficial for our team. We're going to talk about communication. How yeah. is your words, the way you talk, does that resonate with this particular young person? We're going to talk about patience. How can you have patience? Because this is a new dynamic for the whole family. We're going to talk about emotional triggers because that is huge, huge, especially with teenagers who haven't really got their emotions in balance. So those are the, some of the components of the curriculum. And then at the end, we're going to invite you to create a motto for your family. Oh, nice. <laughs> so it's an all bringing together. And what a collective, wonderful activity for a group of parents and, and adults, whether it's the aunt, the older sibling, the neighbor, whoever. Family member doesn't have to be blood. It's whoever cares for this young person and is willing, like Sherry said, to participate. And all they have to do is email you, correct? That is the easy task. And my email is S-H-A-R-O-N-R-E-A-A-Z at gmail.com. Great, great. Also email Sharon, so let her know that you support it. I would welcome any community member any business, and this is around the country. You don't have to just be here in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Just have a heart for our young people as they're becoming citizens of our country and shifting away from what was to what is. You can support with just emailing me and giving me a woohoo, kudos. <laughs> you can support, support financially if you like, because No Judgment, Just Love has products with a purpose. Yeah. for this welcome home to family. Or if you just want to compensate the time and talents of those of us that are facilitating yeah. these pilots and workshops, yeah. we welcome all support. Yes. It's a great way to take care of people and to take care of people who are so forgotten. This, this is a life-changing program. There is a still a stigma in our country for people who have been incarcerated, yes. whether you're an adult or a teen. Yeah. There's like yeah. a aura around you that people just want to oh, yeah. treat. 
Yeah. And so we, I want to break that cycle. Yeah. This is just every one of us, Sherry, every one of us, 300 million in this country has done something that we wouldn't want someone to know, has done something that we are not proud of. These people got caught. And yes, maybe they did do something that was abhorrent. But there is an opportunity for rehabilitation as well as forgiveness, which is another conversation we're going to have. That's a big part of that six weeks, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, boy. I cannot wait to see how this evolves. <laughs> After you do the six-week program, come back. I'll yes. What you discovered. Okay. Thank you. And, oh, absolutely. So just do one last pitch. Yes. Okay. Yes. My name is Sharon Ria. I am a life and family coach with the whole family coaching. I live here in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I am creating a program for family members of teens who have either been incarcerated or are still incarcerated to welcome them home. I'm helping the family members, those adult family members with their mental and emotional health. It's a six week pilot that I'm inviting adults to contact me at AZ at gmail.com to participate. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sharon. Such a gift to the planet. Thank you so much.